It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's a question, Kyle, before I get to uh, some of the UCF stuff. This might be... Uh, it, like Tomorrow's Double Shot Tuesday, right? Correct. And um, I don't know if this works. And, and, and I'm open, by the way, to, to people uh, texting ideas for Double Shot Tuesday. So, Electric Light Orchestra, who you just played, also goes by ELO. Mm-hmm. In fact, some would say more people recognize him as that. Are there enough bands or artists that are known for a nickname instead of their name or a shortened version of their name? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's enough. For example, this wouldn't count. Well, I don't know. Well, NWA? They're not called anything else. People may know what it stands for. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like. You can't count like Bruce, even though people would know who that is for Springsteen. Like Jefferson Airplane and Starship? But they actually changed their name several okay. times. See, they, they, they have to work on that one a little bit. But uh, I'm open to ideas for Double OMD? Maybe, although I'm not quite sure people know orchestral maneuvers in the dark. So anyway, it... We work on that a little bit, but you got ideas for Double Shot Tuesday. You can always text out of the military text line at 50857, and I, I, I welcome ideas also. Now, I got an idea. We got to tell me off air. Okay. I want to give it away, you know? Okay. Uh, anyway, so on um, Thursday of last week, and I did the show on Thursday, and then because we traveled uh, early on Friday to go to we the UCF basketball team to Cincinnati, I left early, and thanks to Mike Tuck sitting in. Uh, for me, uh, doing the show. Um, didn't get to talk about it, uh, although I got plenty of text messages and emails, and I know Mike talked about it, and I could watch a little bit of social media and see people reacting, because word got out that Gus Malzahn was making some changes, or continuing to make changes on his staff. Continuing, not make, continuing to make changes uh, on his staff. And... Um, it was first reported from somebody in South Florida that Tim Harris, who had been on the UCF staff a couple of years ago, was coming back. There was a report about his job title, and then social media was a buzz about what does that mean? Is this person staying? Is that person doing this? And um, you know, sometimes you can't control the narrative of a story, meaning it leaks before maybe you want information out there, and then it kind of has a life of its own before you get to tell your version. And sometimes it's whoever's first regardless if it's right or not, becomes the narrative. And um, so I, you know, start, this is Thursday, start getting a few calls and text messages, and I would just tell you this, in my now almost 30 years, when it comes to stuff like this, I'm not an investigative reporter. 
I don't start digging and asking questions and so forth because of my role. That's not my place to do that. Now, I may get access to information and a lot more than probably anybody, but but it, 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 it it's like I said before about Johnny Dawkins and the whole horns down thing. Out of respect to my relationship with Johnny, I'm not going to ask him, hey, what do you think about Rodney Terry and did he call you? It, it, I, I'm not doing that. And if that makes people think that I'm not doing my job, then so be it. Um, and then I learned what was happening at, at UCF. I, I you know, found out what Gus was doing. And, uh, and then he had a press conference on a Friday. I know Mike talked about it on uh, Friday morning. Some other people, like Brandon Helwig, does a great job covering UCF, by the way, works and has legitimate sources, um, put out some information. And then Gus had his press conference. So, okay, he made changes. Ted Roof has come in as the defensive coordinator. Someone that's been coaching at a high level for a long time. Um, Addison Williams had that job last year. Addison stays on the staff. And Gus made a change. Yesterday, people learned that uh, because of some numbers in you know the coaching staff, that you know other guys have come and gone and and and, and things like that. Offensively, Gus announced that Tim Harris was coming back to UCF. Understand, when Tim left to go to Miami, I mean he, he's got heritage with that school. It's a big deal for him to go back to Miami. It was a big deal for Tim Harris to come back to UCF after going to Miami for one year. Okay? In college football, just like maybe, not for everybody, maybe at the company that you work at, work for, job titles have different meanings. Sometimes it's because of how long you've been there. And in order to to, to go from one level to a different department of this, you need this title, whatever it is. But Gus made it clear in his press conference about organizational structure. Um, so Tim Harris comes back. He gets a title. Tim's going to coach wide receivers. Let me say this about Tim. I got to know Tim briefly at time at UCF, and I, I, I like Tim. Tim's a great recruiter. He's a great recruiter in South Florida. Gus wants more access to players in South Florida. He wants to get more players from there. He's hiring Tim Harris, not just for that, but that is a strong point of Tim Harris. All right? Uh, Darren Henshaw, Gus explained, more time for Darren to work with quarterbacks. He's on the staff. And then people got caught up in who's got assistant or co-coordinators. And let me just say this. You don't care. Oh, yes, I do. No, you don't care if you're a fan. This is what you care about. Win. That's it. Win. Who calls plays? Who uh, coaches what? It fills... Social media, it's it, it, it's fun for some to talk about um, with other fans that agree. But the bottom line is, you just want the team to win. Okay? They can name Kyle the defensive coordinator next year. I don't think he's got a chance. But if they win, it doesn't matter. You just want them to win. Coaches in college football... I say this with respect to to people that have become friends of mine, the industry. There's turnover all the time. Sometimes you're asked to leave. Sometimes you leave because a friend of yours got a head coaching job. You love working with him, the pay, the family, lifestyle, whatever it is. Coaches come and go. 
just like players come and go. So Gus takes the podium on Friday, um, and of course he was prepared to explain why he made changes. And as Mike had pointed out, uh, and, and Kyle, can you find, I do this all the time, can you find, uh, uh, Mike asked Kelly to pull a couple of clips of Gus in the press conference on Friday that he played in the bridge. If you can find him, we'll play him. If not, no big deal. Um, but Gus was talking about, look, they went 6-7. and seven. It's his first losing season. He wasn't happy with that. That's not his standard. He believes he's coaching in a program that that's not the standard for UCF. So don't you want him to evaluate everything? Everything from assistant coaches, um, style of play, nutrition, training, all sorts of stuff. Don't you want him to do that? Don't you want him to get input from other people to say, how do we get better? Okay, we got to hit the portal. We got to, you know, uh, 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 recruit high school players. Those are given. Don't you want him to evaluate everything? Here's a couple of clips, and, and Mike played this in case you missed it. Go ahead. Well, six and seven, I think that's where it starts. I mean, you got to understand, I mean, I've been real fortunate. I've never lost in my life and have a losing season. You finally do that, you evaluate yourself as a head coach. And I know how to win. And obviously, last year was totally unacceptable. That's where it starts. I mean, this is a championship type program. You know, to have a losing record's unacceptable. So you evaluate yourself first as a head coach, which I did, and uh, made the proper adjustments where that won't happen again. And we'll be better uh, next year. I will promise you that. Okay. And then people were making a big deal, and I get it, about. Oh, so he's back involved in play calling. Oh, he got involved in play calling last year. Well, here's Gus explaining it. Bottom line is my job is to do whatever's best for our team to win and be successful. And, uh, you know, about halfway through the year, I felt like I need to be a lot more involved. And uh, just uh, the identity of our team, the identity of our offense, the discipline, everything that goes with that. So, uh, you know, that's my job, and that's what I'm doing, and, and we will uh, you know, we'll operate differently, you know, next year. Okay, so he loves calling plays. Why did he give the play calling? Last year, his reasoning was, look, it gives him time to work with everybody else involved, and nowadays with the portal and everything, got to be more of a CEO. Okay, you know what? One year later, he didn't like it. So go back and do what you think is going to be best for you and the team. Uh, And that's what he chose to do. He did it at some point last year, and... My guess is that likely Gus Malzahn's always going to be involved in calling plays the rest of his career. Um, If you don't think that's part of the pitch to K.J. Jefferson to come to UCF, of selling him on, and and I'm not speaking for Gus here, but hey, this is what we want to run with you. This is what we ran when Cam was here. We think there's some similarities of what you can do that Cam did. Here's my philosophy. Of course it was part of the pitch. And I'm not saying that he doesn't come here if it's not part, but but of course it was part of the pitch. So that's why Gus made uh, that decision and the changes when it comes uh, to coaching. Will it work? I don't know. That's why we watch every single year. Will all the portal uh, changes work? I don't know. But it's why we watch. And then I loved how the, the, the you know some of the social media narrative. Well, now it's on him. 
What year isn't on a coach? What, 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 what you know, I mean, unless you inherit the, the, the 1 and 11, 2 and 10 team that you got to bottom out and know, hey, this is a true, this is a three, four year uh, building project. In a transfer portal world where when you peel back the guys that really have a chance to play and the guys that are never going to play, when you're looking at about a 40% turnover of players, if not more, that are going to play, what year isn't on a coach? What year, like it's not on Billy Napier this year at Florida? It's even on Mike Norvell. What do you mean? Because the standard now is, well, you can't lose. Right? You can't go 9-3. and three. Not that he's going to get fired, but the point is, you know, the expectations are every year is on him. Or, well, you know, if Gus doesn't fix it, then then what? Are you buying the, uh, are you paying for the buyout? I mean, something like the fan, whatever team it is, the angry Hurricane fan or the angry Gator fan. Are you chipping in for the buyout when the figure gets eight figures? No. So you're just spewing on a social media platform, which is your right to do, by the way. It's fine. He reevaluates. Billy Napier reevaluated. Mario Cristobal reevaluated. You don't think Ryan Day did? Look at what they just did. Okay? They want full George Steinbrenner in offseason. I don't care what it costs. Go get me players. You don't think he knows if he doesn't win with the all-star roster he put together up there, that despite the wins, if at the end of the year he's standing with a one in the loss column that ends their season, that more people will be screaming? Every coach is all in on a season now. Every coach. They're not all going to get fired if they don't win a conference championship, but in a portal world when you're out there, Watching players leave and bringing in 10, 15, 20, of course you're in. So, I mean, I, again, I get the passion of fans that get caught up in, you know, changes. I, I, I get it. It's part of being a fan. And you hope that the majority of changes all work. They don't all work, but you hope the majority do. And there's nothing wrong if Gus Malzahn says, hey, I wasn't satisfied with what we finished at the journey is always important but sometimes you look and go hey we we got to be better here like you need to be better you saw what happened playing in the big 12 like i said this during last season they learned you, you, you can think you know all right this is what we and then you go experience and you're like okay that's line play that that right there these these teams that's line play we've got to get better Linebacker, we got to be better. We got to be bigger, stronger. Safeties, you experience it. You know it. So what do you do? You work on players, upgrade your talent. If you think you got a chance to better your staff, then you do that. And sometimes that's not just X and O's. Sometimes it's this guy is really good at this. What's this? He rec- and I'm not saying Tim Harris doesn't know football. He will help on the coaching side. He's a great recruiter. He's a great recruiter. So. Sometimes changes happen for reasons that you don't know. And that's okay. And there's nothing wrong, you know, as a fan to kind of wonder, question, but that's why you're a fan. 11 o'clock hour, coming up, it all kicks off with Kyle on the News next. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.